much should you be charging for your coaching services? That's a $64 million question that every coach starts out asking themselves, asking a coach, asking in Facebook groups, asking everywhere they can, because they want to make sure that they are, number one, charging their worth, and number two, charging something that people will actually pay for. And that is a tricky balance to strike with your customers. So today we're going to get into that and so much more. Hi, my name is Ina Coveney. I am a business coach and I specialize in monetizing tiny audiences. And you're here in the Get Clients First podcast where all we talk about all day long is how do you get your coaching business off the ground and start getting clients. And I'm going to give you a hint. You start by getting clients first, not by growing your audience not by getting a freebie and the subscription to the most expensive CMS platform out there. All you have to do is start getting clients and it all rolls from there. So that's all we talk about. And today the topic is pricing. Before I go ahead and give you all of the different numbers, strategies, and how to actually price your coaching packages, you might be thinking to yourself, Ina, it's nice that I will get to find out how to price my services, but how do I get clients to begin with? Where do I start? I want to let you know that if you go back to episode 241 of this podcast, and if you're watching on YouTube, it is right here in this channel, there is a playlist called 10 Days of Hot Leads. This was a 10-part series that I ran where I teach you how to get hot leads from social media, even if you have a small audience. If you're right here on the podcast, you start with episode 241 and go all the way to episode 250. If you're right here on YouTube, all you have to do is go to the playlist, it's organized from beginning to end, listen to that whole thing. If you would like to get the full lessons, the entire thing, it's a whole email course that you can get right in your inbox. Just go to 10daysofleads.com. That's the number 10, daysofleads.com, and it will come straight into your inbox, 10 days of how you go about finding those clients online. So make sure you go and check that out as a compliment to this episode, because this is where we get to talk about pricing, assuming that you've gotten all that figured out and where you're going to find your leads. And that's the best resource to find it. If you already forgot the link, 10daysofleads.com, just find it in the show notes anytime you want on this episode. Got it? Okay. So I have three steps for you to decide how you're going to price your packages. And if you wait until the end, I'm going to give you a bonus tip on if you're seriously starting out, I'm just going to tell you how much to charge. I'm just going to give it to you. I'm not going to let you guess it. I'm, gonna look at, I'm not going to let you go and find an online calculator. I'm just going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that at the end. But first, we need to tackle that elephant in the room. I am sure by now you have heard a lot of coaches tell you, you need to charge your worth. So when we hear that, we interpret that as, hey, if I see another coach selling the service for exactly this price, and I know that what I give is really good stuff, I'm going to charge similarly, right? And actually, you're going to see in our three steps, that makes total sense. We live in a marketplace. It makes sense for you to know what other people are charging and how much it would make sense for you to charge. And you may be thinking, hey, that coach is offering this service for three months and they're charging $5,000. I think that's where I'm going to start. That feels really good to me. Here's the problem with this whole charge your worth mentality. That coach 
who has been selling their coaching packages for $5,000 for three months, it's very likely they didn't start yesterday. It's very likely that they have spent years building their authority, building their credibility, building that trust with their audience to the point that all they have to do is send out an email to their audience and say, hey, I have uh, one spot available to work with me one-on-one for three months and it's $5,000 and that person is going to get 20 applications. That right there, you can see that the price is matching the perceived value of that offer. But if you don't have the authority, the trust, that back and forth with your audience where they know that they're going to get that kind of value out of you, you may send out an email and get crickets. And if that has been your experience, there's a good reason for that. Stay with me for this because I really think it's important for us to get on the same page on this. If you started today with a brand new coaching package, and you said, um, I am going to start and I'm going to build it on the fly, okay? Which is actually how I recommend that you do this. You should be listening to the needs of your customer and preparing, okay, how am I going to help them so that by the end of the three months, they are shouting from the rooftops that working with me is the right thing to do, right? When I put that out there, I haven't fully developed my method yet because I'm yet to guide somebody through those steps, to get results for somebody. So the first time that I run it, it's not going to be as smooth, as foolproof, as guaranteed results as maybe 12 months later. So I want you to imagine that if you take your offer that you created today, that you signed a client tomorrow for the first time, and you take that same offer and you iterate on it and you tweak it and you listen to the feedback and you continue to improve it and you get better at delivering those results and you start to get more testimonials because people are seeing how amazing this is. You got to agree with me on this, that the value of your program is 10 times more 12 months down the line than it was on day one. And I guess you have to be at the end of that year of blood, sweat, and tears to realize this and to believe what I'm telling you. But that is just the truth of creating a coaching package. It gets better over time the more you learn, the more you tweak, the more you adjust based on feedback, the value is going to increase. So if you start out on day one and say, wait, I can see that person is selling that product for $5,000, i am going to do the same. What you're doing is skipping the experience of the blood, sweat, and tears that it took that coach to get to where they are. That coach is probably offering this and they have already had the testimonials, the tweaking. It's actually a program that is foolproof. If you haven't gotten there yet, it's okay to say to yourself, okay, where do I start? How do I sell this for a price that my people would be ready to buy this from me right now. And it may not be 5,000. It will be. Once it goes through its iterations, once you tweak it, once it gets better, once you are so proud of all of the blood, sweat, and tears that it took to build this program, you will see yourself that the value increases as you iterate on the program. You will see that yourself. So, and I know that this is really hard to hear because when we're starting on on day one, we don't want anybody to tell us, wait, but your value is less than you think. Nobody wants to hear that, but this is a marketplace and you will see yourself after you have spent an entire year improving a program, you will say, 
out loud to anybody who will hear, Ina was right. The value of my program on day one was less than the value of the program that it is now after all the tweaks, improvements, and testimonials that we have received because we can guarantee the results now because we know it, we know it for sure. So I want you to know that this is not a negative thing. This is just you being a savvy business owner in the coaching marketplace to understand that the value of your program right now on step one is equal to whatever your audience is willing to pay for it. And sometimes they're willing to pay very little money for it. Hold that thought. It doesn't mean that's what we're going to sell it for. My three steps are going to take care of that really fast. But I want you to understand that piece. I want you to forget about this. I'm going to charge my worth right out of the gate. Forget about that. It's not about your worth. It's about the value of the program. The value of the program does not equal your worth as a human, as an individual, as a business owner, as somebody who has overcome adversity and deserves to be here. They're different things. Perceived value of your program is what people are willing to pay for it. And it has nothing to do with your self-identity. You are still mama worth $5,000, $10,000, $100,000 to work for. But if nobody's willing to pay for that right now, the value of your offer is simply smaller. So keep that $100,000 mentality. Keep that $100,000 self-worth. Keep it. You need it. You need to step into it. But you got to understand the marketplace you're playing in. And the value is going to increase over time. I promise you that. So right now, we need to realize that if you want to get clients right now with this offer, you got to know what people are willing to pay for it. And that's where you start. And then you increase it from there. I promise you, you follow that way. You will be getting clients left and right in a year. Okay? We're here for the long haul. We're not here for the short-term gains. Let go of the ego. Let go of what you think things should be or how much you should be pricing. And let's really find out what people are willing to buy. And on that note, let's get started. I have three simple steps for you to figure out how to price your coaching package right now. Steps one and two are related to the ecosystem that your offer exists in. So it does require you to have some awareness of what other coaches are doing, what other coaches are charging, how they are elevating their authority, how they are building trust with their audience. Step one, are you Gucci or Walmart? I'm going to tell you the difference between both of them because they're both extremely successful brands extremely successful businesses. There is nothing wrong with being the Walmart. There is nothing wrong with being the Gucci. They both make a lot of money. But you got to know where your audience is and which of those stores they would walk into. If you decide that you're a Walmart, then that means that your audience is people who are starting out, people who are still very early in the journey, in the customer journey of your ideal client. They've just started dipping their toes in this. They're just testing the waters. So it may be that you are the person who's going to lead them to that next level. And you're not going to do it for $5,000 they're not ready to invest that much yet. They're still dipping their toes. So maybe you are the inexpensive option. You are the one that is going to get them to pay something in order to elevate in the customer journey, in order to step into the next step of the customer journey. Nothing wrong with that. So many people out there are making tons of money with low-level memberships. If you are a Gucci 
then you are the person charging the $10,000, the $15,000, the $20,000. But it's got to be not to people who are starting out, but people who are looking for a solution right now to their problem. People who have already invested probably thousands of dollars and their problem is still not solved, you would be the answer to their prayers. So if you are the Gucci, that's where you are. It has nothing to do with the pricing necessarily. It has more to do with the kind of audience that you're going to be attracting. So where do you want to be? I know it's really tempting to say, well, I want to be Gucci because they're making more money. Not necessarily true. It's very possible that if you get really good at growing your audience, your $57 membership is going to skyrocket, is going to get you money passively without you having to do much work, right? While the Gucci may be more project-based, maybe spending a lot of time with a client at a time, and they are making $20,000, $25,000, but they're working a lot harder. So it's just two completely different scenarios. So before you get started with your coaching program, remember, who is going to be your audience? Is it people who have already invested and they want the next level? Or is it people who are starting out and they're going to be looking for something a little cheaper? They're both very successful strategies. You just gotta pick the one that fits best with you. Step two, what are other coaches charging for a similar product. Now hear me out. This is not about comparing your coaching package to someone else's. The truth is that in coaching, Every coaching program is unique because they're very much based on your personality, your values, your experience, your philosophies. So we're not comparing apples to apples. We're not all selling water bottles here. Buying that one is not the same thing as buying this one. So people are not really comparing based on what's inside. The only thing that really differentiates them is their price points. So if you already decided if you're a Walmart or a Gucci, you know what the price sensitivity is of your audience. And you want to know, you want to be educated on what other options at that pricing point they have out there. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to charge the same thing as other people. All this says is that you're going to be aware of the options that your people have when they make a choice. And who knows, it might actually inform how you decide to do your pricing. So what have we got so far? Have you decided if you're going to be Gucci or Walmart? Are you going to be a high ticket item or a lower ticket item? And secondly, you have become aware of what other options your ideal client has out there in the marketplace and you've educated yourself on what the price points are. And this is going to help you and educate you so that you can make the best decision for you. Step three is picking a number you're confident in. Here's the deal. You may have reviewed whether you're Gucci or Walmart. You may have reviewed what the price points are. And if the final price point that you decide based on that feedback is $3,000, but you have never sold anything for $3,000 before, this is what your sales pitch is going to sound like. Are you ready? I'm going to go into a little bit of role playing here. <clears throat> okay. Begin the scene. Action. Hi, so finally, the price of my program is $3,000. But don't worry, I know that price is a little bit high. I know that this, you know, things can be a little bit tight. So I have a great payment plan for you. And if that payment plan for you doesn't work, then we can work it out. Just tell me what is it that you need and I'm sure we can make something work. And scene. That's what it sounds like when you're not confident on the price. And guess what? People have a sixth sense. They can smell that you are not confident on the price, that you think they're going to say no about that price. So 
Let's try this one more time. Let's say that after you did your research, $3,000 is actually the bare minimum you're willing to charge because anything below that point, it's not worth it to you. It's not going to feel good to the client and it's not going to attract the right person. So once you've made that decision, you know that you would not go any lower than $3,000 and you're going to sell it like this is going to be the best decision they're ever going to make and this is going to be the best program they ever joined for the lowest price, crazy low price that they've ever paid. And this is what that sale sounds like. Ready? Action. Finally, the price of the program is $3,000. Are you ready to get started? I can send you a checkout link right now. End scene. When you say it with confidence, the other person perceives it as the absolute next step to take. When you're not confident in it, the other person will think, oh, let me think about it. Doesn't sound like this is the right next step. And I need to figure out the money because you just gave me vibes that maybe I don't have the money and you might be right. I need to check my balance checkbook first. Balance checkbook, who, who says that? That's my point. You need to be confident in that number. So even after you do all the research, if you're not confident on this number, it's not going to sell well because your energy is not going to match the excitement that it needs to match. So that's my three-step process for you to figure out what is it that you're going to be charging for this program. Now, if after those three points, you do your research, you figure out if you're going to be high ticket or low ticket, you pick a price that you're confident in, you're still like, okay, thanks for nothing, Ina, because I still have no idea what I want to charge for this. Then just follow this very simple advice. I'm going to ask you a question. If you were to create an eight week coaching package, how much would you be comfortable charging for it? Give me a number right now. Think of a number. What is that number that popped into your head? If that number is less than $500, then I'm going to give you your minimum. It's $500. $500 for eight weeks is not crazy. It's not crazy. So I just gave you your minimum. If the number that came to you is higher than 500, then lock that in. That is your next offer. Eight weeks for that price. Why do I say eight weeks? Because for that low price, which is going to increase, this is based on what we were talking about way in the beginning, the value of your offer is going to increase over time. So the first time you're offering it is going to be the lowest price that you're ever going to charge. And you don't want to be stuck with that price for six months or for a year. Eight weeks is a perfect amount of time for you to test out your methodology and for you to charge the lowest price it's ever going to be. So grab onto that price, eight-week program, you have your next offer. Whew, okay, we got a lot done today. I gave you my best stuff on how to price your program in a way that is going to feel good to you, that it's actually going to sell and in a way that is going to continue to improve over time so that you can be charging what you truly believe you are worth, your program is worth later on down the line. But we got to start somewhere and we start by getting clients first, by giving the value that people are willing to buy right now. Collect those testimonials, collect those success stories, and the value of your program is just going to continue to increase. You're never going to sell it for the same amount again until you reach that value that you believe it is truly worth. That is how it's done. That is how you're going to get there much faster.
So what do you say, coach? Are you ready to do this? Are you ready to jump on that bandwagon and start getting clients and start selling your services? Amazing. Now remember, go back to episode 241 and listen all the way through episode 250 for that 10 days of hot leads so you can start to get clients as soon as possible. You can also get all of those materials, the entire free email course straight to your inbox by going to 10daysofleads.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot, post it on your stories, tag me on Instagram. My Instagram is Ina Coveney, but you have to spell Coveney right. It ends in E-Y. The spelling of my name is right here. And don't forget to check out the show notes for the next upcoming free training where we can dive much deeper into monetizing your small audience.